Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 112, the stripped down version. If this was a Beatles album, it would be Let It Be Naked. Yes. You don't get why that is. No. No. Beatles, who are they? <laughs> uh, welcome to yes. uh, the same place we always do this. Mm -hmm. This time, <laughs> less walls. A lot less walls. <laughs> uh, we are redoing this whole entire basement. Yes. So because it leaks all the time and it leaks specifically where you sit yeah i i am always <laughs> sitting in, in water yeah he's, believe it or not yeah deadness. yeah this basement is prone to flooding really bad flooding sometimes and we now the owners of this house our parents have decided to do something <laughs> about it and our landlords our will. landlords our pretty landlords. much <laughs> um, your landlord i don't yes. live here anymore that's why we've been filming in different rooms yeah and uh it's going to be like that for the next, like, two months or so until we have a place to, like, settle down. Yeah. Uh, I film in my room. You've been filming in your basement. Yes. Uh, this show is probably going to move to a different room in this house. It yeah. might move to an office. Not because we have the means to do that. We certainly but don't. But because we have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that that's where we're at. Yeah. Uh, I put nice lights. You like my lights? Yeah, no, those are actually kind of nice. I used to, this is from the band days when we yeah. wanted to have a cool live setup and we never used them. Yeah. Waste of money. Sort up, Fibrostuna, Ryan, uh, Wildcat, AJ, James, Jim. Jim's in here. Oh, so yeah. saying this looks like an ISIS video. <laughs> I'm, lo I'm loving all the, 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 uh, the different ways you guys are describing this, uh, tool. Tool sex for, dungeon has there been tool a sex for, dungeon tool for fandom post-apocalyptic wolf den uh fibro stuna after hours club vibe so today's a very special day yes we have a lot to talk about we do uh i'm thinking you know what we should do from now on what we should, should we for, at the top of the show we should talk about all the things that we're going to talk about that's a good idea uh so first thing we're going to do is we got our play button yes we that did. came very we're early on that we both saw black panther both so we Black got Panther. our thoughts on that. Uh, we got to talk about uh, Payday 2 on the Switch because there's some people yes. are pissed about it for some reason. Uh, 3DS uh, January sales. Mm -hmm. uh, eShop uh, has a no cancel policy on, yeah. on, on, on uh, pre-orders and it's unlawful. Uh, there's a release date on Luigi Balloon World that's leaked. Uh, Metal Gear Survive, something happened. We got to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, and a bunch of other random crap. Yes. Uh, but first, let's get this play button. Yeah. Uh, YouTube sent it to us. So it took a couple days for them to uh, verify that all 100,000 of you people were, yes. were real people. We were not affected by the, uh, what, what do they call it now on Twitter? When all the conservatives are losing their followers because they're all bots. It has a hashtag. I don't know. I wasn't. Paying, I have no idea. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, anyway, we. Uh, it took a while for them to to verify that all one hundred thousand are legit. Two dollars yes. super chat from Fred Wolf Den, the home improvement episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Uh, so after they verify you, they give you a code. Yes. And you have to take, and it shows up in a in blue at the top of your like like dashboard. Yeah. At the YouTube backend, you have to take that code. And put it into some website, and then they ship you out your play button. Uh, we didn't get that code for a while, mm -hmm. and then I saw you sent me an article, something yes. about Keemstar. What apparently what happened was, uh, and this didn't affect us, but 
This you, took about a month after we already hit. YouTube 000. has as being much more selective on who actually gets yes. play buttons. So if you're if you put up content, that, first they have to verify that everything's all your followers are legit. And it, but if, then if they find out your content like you know doesn't adhere to their guidelines in any way, you won't get a play button. Right. So if we were Logan Paul, we would not be getting this play button. Yeah. So. Uh, well, yeah, if we started our channel like what Logan Paul is doing now, they would not get yeah. this play button. Um, like, if we got our popularity from filming a video in a suicide forest, we yeah. would not get this play button. <laughs> uh, luckily, we didn't do that. Then, when you sent me that article, I saw in that article there's an email address that you can email. Some sort of, like, creator email address that I've yeah. never seen before in my life. I didn't know YouTube had a, <laughs> a way we can contact them. So, I emailed them and i said hey uh we it's been a while we haven't been verified that you know we have, where's yeah. our play button pretty much and they said oh look at that looks like you qualify here's your code and then they just gave us a code right there yeah so it's supposed to take eight to 12 weeks mm -hmm. i think it took two or three yeah it definitely it took, was very quick it definitely like within a month most people say it takes an insanely long time we hit 100,000 subscribers in early january yeah. and we just got it and it's mid to late february yes so it took a little over a month, like a month yeah. and a half. So let's open this bad boy. Yeah. Uh, give me that. Oh. Give me the blade part. <laughs> uh, you could zoom in on it too. Let's get our uh, let's get our coffees out of the way. You gotta zoom in on it. Uh, hold on. I'm all fucked. Normally we do our unboxing at the end of the episode. Yeah, but, but this is a very special. This is, this is a very special look then. Yeah, and and by normally we've only instituted that as of last week. Yes, that's true. Try not to stab you either, Will. That's all right. I got health insurance. Me too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that explains why you go into the dentist. That's why. Oh, oh drop the play button. Broke the play button. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything when you would say like you got a dentist boy. I'm like, he I, doesn't I went insurance. to all of the doctors last week because yeah, really? I got I got health insurance, <laughs> so I through through the government. Right. So <laughs> I I I nailed I banged them all out. Nice. <laughs> all right. So this is all garbage. This all right. stuff. Yeah. Ooh, look at the wolf den. Oh wow, that's us. Yay. Ugh. So we got a black box here. Yeah. I don't think we need the knife anymore. Here you go. No, I'll put it away. Oh my god, quick with that. It's scaring me. You gotta go fast. Ooh, what are we gonna do with this box? We're gonna I have don't a know. box. We'll find now. something for a box. Look at my finger. Yeah. I got a little. Gro I got a gross. Yeah, you do. You, get, you get a big old hole. I went to the finger. doctor and they cut my. They cut a big, big mass off of my finger Jeez. and they, they did this to me. All right. Let's open this up. You bitch bastard. <laughs> oh! Ooh, all right, here you go, Will. All right, Su Su our, our best friend, yes. Sujin Wojcicki. Wo Wo There's a lot of consonants. I know, and it's Susan, it's isn't it? It's Wojcicki, yeah. but it doesn't look like no, that. No, it doesn't. You've just done something that very few YouTube creators accomplish. You had an astonishing 100,000 people subscribe to your channel. We know that numbers on YouTube can get really big, but we hope that if you don't lose sight of the reality behind that six-digit milestone, each and every person who has subscribed to your channel has been touched by what you created. They were inspired, challenged, or entertained. 
You achieved this milestone with hard work, perseverance, and probably a healthy sense of humor too. <laughs> what you've accomplished can't be taken away from you. And we'd like to recognize you and all your hard work with this silver creator button. A small token of our esteem and respect. We have YouTube's respect. You're goddamn right. We Fix know, your monetization options. Yeah. We know that you don't... Sorry. We know that you don't do this for rewards. You do this because you have a drive to create and share. And because you found an audience who cares. Believe us when we say that we can't wait to see what you do next. A million subscribers may seem a long way off right now, but you're closer than you think, and we're rooting for you. Oh, they're rooting for us, too. Aw. Is that it? Yeah, congratulations. You're sincerely Susan Wojcicki, whatever you said, CEO. Wojcicki. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look like that. No, because it's just consonants. Yes. Uh, I zoomed in too much. Yeah. I'm zooming in, zooming out. I zoomed out so people could see you read that, and uh, it was too late. Yeah. Uh, so it's in a bag. In it's here. in a bag, yeah. Uh, very well padded. Oh yeah. Yeah, we don't need that anymore. Here it is. This is the, this is the tiny one. Well, this is the tiniest one they give out. Yeah. Well, because next is gold, and then next. I is... thought there was like stickers and stuff. <laughs> no, it's not a MacBook. It's just it's just the plaque. This is pretty. It's a very nice plaque. And it says, Wolf Dinka, congratulations on passing 100,000 subscribers. Yeah. You can write whatever you want where it says Wolf Den. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So you can write, like, like I don't know if you could be vulgar, but I could have wrote, uh, I could have just wrote Logan Paul. <laughs> and we could have Logan Paul's 100,000 yeah. subscriber plaque. You should have. That'll show him. Now, I don't want to leave this here the whole show because, no. uh. Yeah. It's very nice. It didn't come broken like a lot of people do. The back is velvet. Really? They come yeah. broken? Yeah, so they come well because this this thing just falls because it's uh, like it's in cardboard. Yeah. Uh, I should put a nail here. Oh, that's stupid. There's nails over there. There's nails everywhere. Oh, yeah. here, put it on one up without breaking it, please. We're gonna we're gonna break our. Hey! Hey! All right! There it is. Yeah. That's gonna fall. It is. <laughs> we're gonna break our play button immediately. I wonder if you can get new glass for that. Probably one that doesn't have a glare on it. Like oh, my <laughs> God. All right, get it off. Get it off. Don't break it, please. I'm not breaking it. Ugh. All right, this is going away. Now, we, right. now that we have our play button, we have nowhere to put it. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. You gave me the little stand to put the comics on. Stand to put the comics on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't have that here anymore. Yeah. Oh, well. We'll figure something yeah. out with this. I mean, we'll have well, I mean, we'll have a place eventually. Yes. Put all this crap. So is this gonna be like the Stanley Cup where you take it home for a night, then I take it home for a yep. night? Okay. You should take it this weekend to all your friends. Like have it like That's, whenever you go out, just have it with Absolutely. You. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to do that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just mean my play buddy. Yeah, like, you guys wanna go to Applebee's? Uh just save save me two seats. <laughs> We're 30. We don't go to Applebee's. That's what you do when you're 30. No, you know oh, sorry, chilies, chilies. No, yeah, chilies. <laughs> Uh, who's William Wolf? Oh, is that our dad? That's our dad. In the chat. Why is he a mod? Why? Did, oh, I did that so we can tell who he is. That's yeah. why I did that. Uh, well, thanks everybody. Yeah, thank, thank you sincerely. Thank you all so much for all your subscribing and watching us and just putting up with this garbage. Honestly, but well, we, we we're not going to do a big old sappy video for no, you. We're not no, going to do like a. This is your. 100,000 subscriber yes. unboxing. You know? Yeah. This is the this is the one that you get. Mm -hmm. So, and now back to work. 
<laughs> it's now back to work. But thank you. We'll see you again in a million. Yeah. I want that. We will it ne- get... never stops. Yeah. The no, grind never th- stops. Yeah, I will be 100 years old still doing this. From this basement. <laughs> Other people, new owners. Yeah. Like, what are you doing in my basement? Huh. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we got some news to talk about. Uh, yes. Uh, first thing. Maybe we should talk about payday two on the switch first, because that's going to be a long, a long. Yeah, uh, I feel like that's that's going to be a it's going to be a big one. All right, so let's read this Polygon article first. Yes. Uh, why don't you read the Polygon article? Because I'm going to read the 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 Reddit stuff immediately sure. after. Sure. Uh, Starbreeze confirms that Switch is getting an older version of payday two, and fans are pretty angry. The Payday 2 community on Reddit is in uproar over confusion over which version of the game is coming to the Nintendo Switch later this month. Later this month. The publisher has just confirmed to Polygon that at least some of their fears are founded. Uh, somebody got an early so someone who got the game early streamed it, and the footage has a lot of information the original post stated. The end of the high screens lack the speed-up feature, which is seen which means that it is below version 124. But here's the strange thing. At an hour and 13 minutes into the video, he steps outside and the billboards use the new textures, which was not added until version 131. So the graphics have been updated, but the game itself has not. That's odd. But at 116, an hour and 16 minutes, he's blinded by a flashbang and there are no flashbangs present. This means there's no flashbang update which was update 124. So there is no possible way the game is above version 124. So wait, wait, wait. He, somebody threw a flashbang. Yeah. And there were... So he, he got blinded He's by the flashbang? blinded by a flashbang, but there is no flashbang present. That means what does there, that mean? I have, what, apparently what that means is there's no flashbang update, which was update 124. But the flashbang worked. I guess. I guess what, he, what they're trying to say in the, in the article is the flashbang didn't go off. All I know is from based on all of this, because there have been like hundreds of updates to Payday. The long story short is that the version on the Switch is not up to the same standards as the Xbox One and PS4 versions, nor the PC version, which is much more advanced. Wait, wait. There's a video. I'm gonna play the video. Okay, play the video. It's, it might take a while to, to load, so you can keep talking. All right. Do this. Polygon contacted Payday 2 uh, publisher Starbreeze to figure out what is going on, and th- they clarified the situation. So Payday 2 is releasing on the Switch with content up to and including the most wanted update, which is the equivalent to the content released through mid-2017 on PC. PS4 and Xbox One received one additional update after that, the Master Plan update, which released near the end of 2017. So the Switch is one update behind the other consoles, which are slightly behind the PC. So yes, the Switch, the Nintendo Switch version of the game will be the least updated version of the game, while the other consoles are closer to, but not caught up with the PC version of the game. The game that will be offered on the Nintendo Switch will be the equivalent to the version of the title that was released close to a year ago. So, so 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 here well watch this yes he gets blinded by a flashbang okay but i guess what they're saying is that there's no physical flashbang on the ground oh no that was it that was it on the ground right there well, i don't i don't know we'll see we'll watch it again unless that was a magazine it looks it looks c- cylindrical see i don't know 
It looks like a flashbang. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what they're talking about. Somebody in the chat, tell me what they mean by that. Yeah, I have no idea. Well, basically, the bottom line is that the Switch version is behind all the other ones, and according to Starbreeze, <laughs> the re the reasoning. <laughs> Sorry. We get our plaque and a lot of this becomes a one. This becomes a one man show. <laughs> The reasoning for the Switch content, we're making continuous updates to the game that's turning five years old this year, and to get the game out in early 2018 on the Switch meant that our team had to go with the content ported and available at the time of the console submission. The PS4 and Xbox One versions are now almost up to par with the PC content, and Switch is close behind those versions. There are future content updates planned for the Switch as well. So it's one update behind. It's one update behind the PS4 and Xbox One, which is one update behind the PC. And their reasoning for that was that they had to start early? The reasoning for that was when they started working, that's the version that they had available to them to port over at the right. time. And that makes a lot of sense to me. Okay. People are absolutely outraged about yes. this. And I don't understand why. Do you understand why? Yes. I don't understand why. Because, you know, in the past, when it, like, because the Switch is a lesser powerful console, in the past, when something like that happened, they would get, you know, the lesser version of the game. And then slowly over time, they try to update it to make it right. match the newer versions. This is a day and age where the Switch games are coming out on the Switch that are just as good as they are on the other consoles. Biggest example being Doom. I keep throwing that out there because it's true. Like, it's just as good on the Xbox One and the PS4 and the PC as it is on that console. So the fact that they're getting a version of the game that's two updates behind is pretty infuriating. Now, that being said, you know, Starbreeze has been updating this game, like they said, for five years. So, I'm pr so I feel like they could very well get the switch up to date the question is how long will that take right you know because if it's two updates behind the pc you know will it even match you know the ps4 and xbox one version in time green soccer in the chat said congrats on 100k thank you he also said can you guys review the specter 27 inch blah blah, blah. i want to do a monitor review video mm -hmm. you should tweet that at specter so they'll give me one yeah <laughs> <laughs> um because right now, Ben Q's on board with giving me some monitors to review, but oh, nice. nobody else's. <laughs> but I, and I don't want to just make a Ben Q video. Yeah. Um, anyway. I think that it was obvious that they had to... They have to port it over to the Switch, and yeah. they're going to be behind because they're putting a lot of work into this right. port. And while also trying to keep the the other versions up to date as well. Right. It's like they didn't know the Switch was coming out. Yeah. Nintendo's like, surprise, we got a new console. And they're like, oh, crap. I guess we should make payday on it. Yeah. And so they have to, yeah, they're, they're keeping up with updates on other consoles. So every the train is going forward yeah. and they just can't, they're trying to keep up as best as they can. R. Dilly with a $5 super chat. Congrats, you guys. I love you guys. Oh, thank you. We love I love you, you too. too. Uh, Marcos Pacheo with uh, with a comment. It's a full price game that's coming out outdated from a developer that's that said just buy a PC. Here's my biggest argument. Okay. About this, mm -hmm. about how it's a different version. The new version of Payday, 
the newest one with all the bells and whistles, yeah. the, big, the, the newest update, isn't on my Switch. Right. I want the one that's on my Switch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Payday 2. Is that the first Let's Play we ever tried to do? One of, yeah. It might be the first. Yes. Because we thought it was split screen on Xbox, yeah. and it is not. Mm-hmm. And we were pissed. Yes. So that's how long the game's been out. Yeah. That's, that means 2013. Yeah. That's a yeah. long time. So this this you know this game's going to work just fine on the Switch. Yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry. You can continue. You, you look like you were going to say something. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, good. Uh, I saw this first on a Reddit post. Mm-hmm. Someone had said, please do not buy Payday 2 for Switch. It's a severely outdated version. Do not support the developers. And then it says, the Switch version is below update 130. What did the Polygon article say? 140? Jeez, uh, I don't know. There were a lot of numbers. Uh, this, this article is very big. I don't know. They, they keep saying, like, there are things in this version that aren't in the Switch version, but then there are things in this version that are that right. are in the Switch version. And that that's what this article... Actually, this article is breaking down everything. That Polygon article got it from, from right. this this guy. Um. Oh, wait, maybe they'll explain the, the flashbang. But at one hour, 16 minutes, he's blinded by a flashbang, and there is no flashbang present. That's a copy-paste. I don't know. All right. Um, this means there's no flashbang update, which was update 124. There's no possible way the game is above version 124. Uh, I want to personally thank someone for doing the research on their own and finding an official statement from Starbreeze claiming the Nintendo Switch version is running the most wanted update, which is what you said, I think, yes. which is update 117 on PCs. The Switch version is, in fact, running on version 117, not 130. We are nearly two years and 55 updates behind. That's not true, though. It sounds like it's an amalgamation of all of these updates. Yeah. Like it's bits and pieces. Well, who, from... said, who said that? Uh, Starbreeze says the Switch version is running the most wanted update. So that is Star Wars. This guy says that was update 117. Okay. I think what they mean by that is it's got the most wanted update and some other crap. Right. You know? Because it, so- it sounds like it's bits and pieces. Yeah. They're doing whatever they can. Yes. I don't think having... I don't think this game being so far behind mm-hmm. immediately makes it bad. Don't buy it. I don't think that's the case. If it's bad when it comes out, let's say it's broken and there's a lot of bug fixes that happened later that didn't make it into the Switch version, yeah. then you can say don't buy it. Then that's a bad game. Then they did something wrong. Right. But as of right now, I th- these are things they can fix over time, right. and I don't think this is this is uh, this is a don't buy situation. Right. I don't think this is like the same situation of like you know when EA is like, oh, we're putting FIFA on the Switch, but it's a severely you know, gimped version of it. Right. Or like when 2K is like, oh, we're putting WWE 2K17 on the Switch. It comes out two months later and it runs like garbage. Um, but the thing is too, like it is an older game. So you'd think like they would have more updated content right. with this version. Because I mean, when Rocket League came out, it was close to, if not on par with the other yeah, the Rocket versions. League is Rocket yeah. League is exactly and now Rocket League is coming out with the DC Comics car pack that will have the Burton Batmobile and the Nolan Batmobile, so I can finally drive a good Batmobile Damn. from a good Batman movie. <laughs> it um, 
It, they, they're updating it so it could be 4K on consoles. Yes. They're all Rocket League. Yeah. They're also, I think they made it 1080p 60 on Switch, which is crazy. Yes. So they're, they're constantly updating the Switch version also. Also, yeah. another thing, Rocket League is a great uh, example of a developer implementing internet functionality onto the Switch yes. and doing it really well. Mm -hmm. Because the Switch has no built-in internet functionality. So you're looking at your Xboxes and, and your Playstations developers can just use whatever's in the whatever's built in the system already mm -hmm. you want to invite a friend you could do it through the xbox system on uh rocket league on the switch they had to build their own like yeah system to play with people so uh rocket league whatever the hell their name is uh sonic right sonic yeah they did a phenomenal job i don't expect the payday 2 developers to do the same thing 505 games i think I don't expect them to do the same thing. They had, I think they switched developers at one. Oh, no. The developer of Starbreeze. But the publisher, I think they had to change. Oh, the publisher's yeah. 505. Yeah. For, for the Switch version. I will be streaming Payday 2 on Sunday. Okay. With uh, AJ and some other people. Yet to be determined. Um, so we'll find out if it's good or not. Yeah. So don't buy it until I tell you if it's good or not. <laughs> um. What's Pat saying? He's saying, I'm a developer myself. EA is not nice to Nintendo. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, EA is well, not nice to really anybody. You know that already. Yeah. Uh, Jesse McCowan. Did the actual dev get the game back? And since they've had it back, they've made it better? Are you talking about Payday? I, think it's, yeah, I don't know. They did. I, uh, Starbreeze bought it from their old publisher, I think. Yeah. Yeah. They, like, they were out of... They had like a three-year contract or something. Something like that, yeah. Because their well, their old publisher too was also like implementing a lot of like microtransactions and crap like that. Yeah, Sabres didn't want. That was like game. a year or maybe two years ago. They bought yeah. it back and then they made everything free. So yeah. like they they, I like them. People in this Reddit post were saying like, oh, I wouldn't trust them to update this. They're garbage. Yeah, but like it sounds like they did everything right with Payday. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know. I, I, I think uh, give it a chance at least. Um, we're moving on from that. Okay. AJ sent this to me just before. I think this is interesting. January 2018, Will. Mm -hmm. The 3DS has its best January sales since guess just guess what year? Last year. 2013. Wow. Best January sales since 2013. Wow. That is so long ago. Yeah. When did the... It came out twenty eleven. The three DS. Yeah. Also, quick correction. Uh, Starbreeze is the current publisher. The old publisher was five hundred five. They were the ones causing problems. The developer is Overkill Software. Wait a minute. I don't. I think it might be five hundred five on the Switch. No, because Starbreeze was saying all that stuff. I was just reading. Wait. It's... Starbreeze is the current publisher. 505 was the old publisher. So who's the developer? Overkill. Overkill is the developer. developer. Starbreeze Over is the publisher. Is o is Overkill just doing the Switch version? Overkill did every version. Did every version? Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm all confused. Overkill is the developer. They developed the actual game. Right. 505 was the original publisher. They were the ones causing all the problems. Wikipedia is saying published by 505 Games has former published by Sony. 
What? Now, now we're getting deep. We're, we're getting, getting deep. We're getting deep here. Because uh, I remember seeing 505 games in some sort of press They probably release. have to like still put the their name on there. Oh, uh, maybe they... Yeah. Yeah. In 2012, Swedish game studio Starbreeze Studios bought Overkill. In 2012. Yeah. Okay. And then... What was Was it? Starbreeze the original publisher? No, 505 was. Hold on. In May May 2016, Starbreeze Studios announced that they have acquired the rights to the Payday franchise. They then announced that future safes would be completely free to open. Wait, wait, say that again? (laughs) In May 2016, Starbreeze Studios announced that they have acquired the rights to the Payday franchise. They then announced that future safes would be completely free to open. Okay, and before that it was five oh five. Yes. Okay. That's what I've been trying to tell you for the past five. <laughs> I minutes. know, but I don't believe I didn't believe you. So the switch version is Starbreeze. Yes. Pub, uh, publishing. Yes. Okay. Where do we, where do we see that information? I've prob- I, see, I see I see well payday the, publisher Starbreeze, but I don't see the switch version. Uh. The friggin' Polygon article I was reading, I kept saying Starbreeze. That's true. All right. That's true. And they, they can't be wrong. Yeah. Because they're Polygon. A Starbreeze confirmed Switch is getting an older version of Pay too. All right, Starbreeze. Anyway, I was about oh, to call me... MDB because he's a, he's a Payday 2 savant. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm on the eShop now. So let's see here. Publisher, Starbreeze, developer, Definitive, definitively Overkill Software, a Starbreeze Studio. Done. There we go. Done. Put it in the books. The 3DS, the 3DS in January of this year. Did it, this was its best January since 2013. Okay, that's so long ago. That is very the long. The 3DS ago. has been alive for many, many years. Yes, we weren't even a channel in January 2013. Yes. Oh, that's what I wanted to look up. Uh, Nintendo 3DS. When did that? launch 2012 okay so a year year before so this was its best january since its launch yeah which is insane no no the 3ds according to this 3ds launched in 2011 the f was i looking at i don't know what were you looking at product details release date july 2012 i believe you that it's 2013 oh that's the xl the XL was 2012. The regular 3DS was uh, March 27th, 2011. Okay, so this is his best year since its second year, which makes yes. a lot more sense to me. Yes. Well, this no, is a... because that was when they dropped the Ambassador program. So it makes sense. And when they added the Ambassador program. No, they added the Ambassador program later in the same year, later in 2011. God, I don't know they? anything. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Yeah, so no, that makes sense because the the 3DS XL was the more popular version. Everybody bought that. Yeah, it was March 2011. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, Ambassador Program. So that January would have been its best January. And then the January after that is 2013. Which was its best January. Which was not necessarily. 2018 is the best January since 2013. Okay. So... 2012 
might have been better than 2013, which I would think it was better than 2013 because it was the first yeah. of January, especially because they had the ambassador program. <sighs> anyway, in December, <laughs> Nintendo said 3DS had its best month in the, the U.S. since December 20. 20- now the article says 2014. Oh, God, kill me. <laughs> These strong results continued into January. NPD says that in terms of hardware dollar sales, last month was the best, the 3DS's best January since, it says 2014 again, but the top of the article says 2013. We got our play button and now Interestingly, this no show's 3DS going to hell. games made it into NPD's top 20 software list uh, for the month. So last year, last month, there were no top games for the 3DS, but the system itself sold really well. Okay, oh, for However, it. Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon were the first and second best-selling titles in January. What? This article doesn't make any sense. What? Where did you get this, this article? This is Nintendo everything. We like them. You like them. I never read them. So let's get all the contradictions out of the way. Okay. It says it says in the title. I'm going to put this on screen. It says in the title, best January since 2013. Okay. Then in the in the in the actual article it says best January since twenty fourteen. Yes. Then it says has best month December twenty fourteen, and then the next month has best January, which does which that would be twenty fifteen then. Anyway, and then it says interestingly, no three DS games made it into NPD's top twenty software list for the month. However, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon were the first and second best selling titles in January. That goes against that. Despite releasing in 2011, Mario Kart 7 plays number three in the in the 3DS chart. <sighs> so, basically, um, I don't know what the hell happened with the 3DS. Unless they're trying to say Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon were the first and best selling titles for the, the 3DS. 3DS. That would make the most sense. That would make the most sense. That article needs a needs a complete revision. Because uh, I don't know anything anymore. I don't know. I, my head hurts. Can I just go home? We can go to the next story. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Uh, and say that the eShop has a no cancellation policy. Yes. So if you pre-order something on the eShop, Will, which yes. I never do. I know, I've done it. I've never pre- pre-ordered anything digitally. I did because I wanted it at midnight. Okay. And I think it was a pre-download for Splatoon? Yeah. Something like that? No, wait, didn't, it, it didn't go live right away, so you had to wait till like 3 a.m. to play it? Something like that. Yeah. It was Splatoon or Odyssey. Might have yeah. been Mario Odyssey. Um, but yeah, you, you'd pre-order it and it pre-downloads. Uh, anyway, Nintendo is the only console maker whose digital storefront doesn't allow customers to cancel pre-orders, which is, I've never heard that before. No? That's ridiculous. Yeah. I didn't know Nintendo did that. Uh, with pre-release downloads of software becoming increasingly common, however, at least one major consumer's rights body has had enough with Nintendo's eShop policies, especially because, according to the European Union, co- consumers rights deter- direct, uh, consumer rights directive, the company is skirting the law. The Norwegian Consumer Council uh, decreed Nintendo eShop's no cancellation policy in a formal letter sent directly to the company. Pressfire, a local gaming site, reported that to reported that it obtained a copy of the letter in which the the council asks Nintendo to either clarify how to cancel digital pre-orders or instate a way to do so as soon as possible. The council attached a screenshot from Nintendo's official purchase terms, which state only that quote all sales are final including sales of digital software 
this is in direct conflict with the Consumer Rights Directive. Uh, legislation first passed in 2011 by European Commission that grants, quote, a higher level of protection for consumers in their own country or elsewhere in the EU. So basically, uh, get, they, if they want to do anything in Norway, which of course they do. Yeah. Because uh, that's a big... Mm-hmm. That's a big market. Well, the, Europe, whole country. the European market in general. Yeah. Yeah. If they want to do any business there anymore, they have to have a way to cancel uh, pre-orders. Right. And if they do it in Norway, they'll do it in America. Yeah. They'll do they'll it do everywhere. Because it's only a matter of time until they get in trouble in other countries. Yeah. So we will get a way to cancel pre-orders eventually. Eventually. I did never even knew that was a problem. Yeah. Well, Nintendo like has all these weird... like not up-to-date policies when it comes to things um the nintendo support page explicitly states that the company is unable to provide refunds or exchanges for mistake purchases and that includes pre-purchases along the final sales mentioned in its cancellation policy uh aiden says i always pre-order from gamestop you are part of the problem <laughs> uh sneaky sly says the best buy gamers club is where it's at what is what is wrong with you people <laughs> Do we don't pre-order games no. anymore? No. That you better have a damn good reason to pre-order that game yeah. if you're gonna pre-order a game. Pre-order hardware. Yes. Pre-order hardware and if you need to. If you're gonna pre-order a game, just do it digitally. Because like you're gonna buy it day one digitally anyway. So like that I can see. But when I pre like when I pre-order a game digitally to get it pre-downloaded or whatever, mm -hmm. I do it hours before it goes live. Right. Because it doesn't freaking matter. So, yeah, don't pre-order games. Um, it, it sets a bad, bad precedent for these companies that think that they could give you these ridiculous pre-order bonuses yeah. and give you piecemeal versions of the stupid game. Um, let's get out of Nintendo for a moment. Yes, let's do that. You know what? Let's talk about Black Panther. Okay. While we're here. Because yes, let's talk about Black Unless we're going to spoil it. Are we going to spoil it? Mm. I'm trying to think. You want to save it to the end then? Just Let's save it to the end. Right. We'll save it to the end. Uh, but right now, we'll talk about uh, Luigi's Balloon World. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll keep with Nintendo. Uh, this just in before we started playing, uh, before we started streaming. Uh, Luigi's Balloon World is an update for the game you just got. Have you yes, played it? Yes, I have not. Super Mario Odyssey? No, no I have not touched, touched it. it. No, I haven't had a chance are, to. You are a terrible person. I know. I'm a, I'm a fake fanboy. 100% of that game, Will. I saw. What was the last game I 100%ed? I have no idea. Probably Pilot Wings for the 3DS. Really? Because it was the only thing on the 3DS. Jesus. At the time. And it was, I loved it, but yeah. it was, it got like a 70 on Metacritic, but I yeah. thought it was awesome. All right, well, anyway, uh, apparently the uh, Nintendo Australia site mm -hmm. uh, put up an article that it probably shouldn't have and said, Luigi's Balloon World makes its wondrous debut. Okay. Makes it wondrous debut. So there was a typo in it anyway. Okay. Uh, it says, a free Super Mario Odyssey update is available to download now, which is not true. Okay. Well, uh, in Australia. No, it's still not true. Well, this is February 23rd. It's the 21st. Yeah. So this came out early. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's, came what out early. Getting, that's what we're getting at. Yes. Okay. Uh, the update includes a new mini game called Balloon World and a range of new outfits and snapshot filters. 
February 23rd. Starting today, February 23rd, players can download a free update for Super Mario Odyssey that adds a new mini game called Balloon World. A range of new outfits for Mario and two new filters for use when capturing images in snapshot mode. So no new information there. Yeah, it's all everything we know. We knew that was all going to be there. The yeah. only new information is that it's coming out February 23rd. Okay. Somebody in the comments of the Reddit post I saw this on said uh, expected direct, which I think he might be right. Really? I think just on... for this something they already did a direct on. Well, they didn't announce the release date. Right. So I think, and there's speculation that there would be a February direct. So I think it would make a lot of sense have a direct on Friday and then go, hey, you remember Balloon World? It's out now. Right. So I think, I mean, of course, no confirmation of a direct yeah, or anything. No. But uh, I think this is clear as day we're getting Balloon World on the 23rd. Uh, and I think maybe uh, there might be a direct, mm -hmm. which would be cool. So I'm all for that. I'm just reading the chat now. See what yeah. everybody else is saying. Sneaky Sly says Best Buy Gamers Club is 20% off anything new, not just pre-orders. Yeah, but you're still pre-ordering a game. Yeah. Amazon has a similar thing. Yeah. Uh, but I buy everything digitally, so I, that screws me, too. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people asking for shout-outs. You guys shut up. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. Um... Metal Gear Survive, Will. Yes. Uh, so what's going on with Metal Gear Survive? Because I'm hearing both. I'm hearing... The general consensus I'm hearing is that it's not bad, but it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, like I saw an article that says it's not as bad as you think, but it's... Or or, or like... Uh, I forgot what it's... The way it was worded it was really yeah. weird. Basically, it's, it's, it's bad. Yeah. Have you seen anything of it? Like here and there. It just looks like... It makes me really sad to think about. Yeah. It kind of just looks like they took the action-y parts from Phantom Pain. And, like, that's what the game is. So, it's got this weird, like, crafting system. Yeah. You're fighting zombies, like, the, that were, like... They were in Phantom Pain, but, like, it's, not like this. Yeah. No, like, Kojima had a way of, like, doing weird crap like that and, like, it kind of, like, working and making sense. Yeah. This is, like, somebody who just saw that and was just like, all right, we got to put weird stuff in there. Yeah. But not really understanding, like, how to make it work. So, yeah. And, and the, like, I was like, you know what? This could this game could be interesting if the combat is similar to... Yeah. Metal Gear Solid Five because that was incredible. It's supposedly it's it's is isn't it or it's supposed it to? It doesn't be. look like it is at all. Okay, the, all the weapons are weird because you yeah. got like these weird melee weapons and stuff because you're it's like a survival crafting game. Uh -huh. It's like it, it has like building mechanics like Fortnite like you build stuff oh, like like forts and stuff. Yeah. It's it's really weird. Um. Anyway, there's a huge problem with the game. It came out uh, on Tuesday, so yesterday as of yeah, this Yeah, uh, there were no review embargoes, but the servers didn't go on until Tuesday, so nobody could review it. They gave the game out early over the weekend yes. to a bunch of people, and yeah, nobody, nobody was could able play to review it, because it yeah. you need to be connected to the servers to even turn the game on. Yeah, it's always online. Yeah, so there were no embargoes, mm -hmm. but nobody could play it, so nobody could review it. Yeah. Not even the day it came out. It took hours into the day it came out. So yeah. it says in this VG247 article, Metal Gear Survive servers live in North America after patch 1.02 delay. 
Metal Gear Survive launches today in North America, but things didn't initially go as planned. Metal Gear Survive players on PS4 and Xbox One were surprised to see an error message upon launching the game that prevented them from playing. Being an always online game, Survive needs to make constant check-in with servers before uh, you can do anything. The error code players saw reads, quote, an update is required to start the game. You will not be able to start the game, period. That's it. Yeah. Uh, restarting the game would sometimes trigger the download of patch 1.01, which is just over three gigabytes, which isn't the one that they need. It's 1.02, right, yeah. it sounds like. Uh, thinking this was the patch needed to get past this error, players once again relaunching the game to find a similar error message uh, about an out-of-date build. This whole thing went on for for a few hours, and you only need to look at the front pages of Metal Gear Survive subreddit. This is a Metal Gear Survive subreddit. Of course there is. And the wider Metal Gear Solid community to see the number of confusing players. It turns out there was another patch that somehow got delayed, that being 1.02. Players with the Japanese version had received the same patch earlier that day, which meant the North American players had to wait until the same patch hit the North American PSN. Because Konami didn't communicate this to players, no one was sure if their version of the game is updated or not. A couple hours ago, patch 1.02 was released, clocking at just below 60 megabytes. Damn. That is nothing. That's all. It's just 60 megabytes just to get this game that, working. That, that, that's what that means. 60 megabytes means turn the game on now. Yeah, that's what that 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 they couldn't have put that on the disc itself. Yep, that that is that is them turning Jeez. the game on. That's ridiculous. That is insane. This is the patch needed to play the game, but it's seemingly only available in North America and Japan at the time of writing. Players in Europe with early access to a copy of Metal Gear Survive will have to wait until February 22nd, which is when the game officially launches in the region. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming patch 1.02 goes live before Thursday, early access players should be able to play. Until then, it doesn't seem like there's anything they can do. What a bunch of scumbags. I mean, this sounds just like Konami being dumb again. Do you think it's them trying to embargo reviews? Or do you think they're just seriously inept? I think they're seriously inept. Yeah, I would say so. I, I like. I don't think because I feel like if they had the arrogance to do a Metal Gear game without Kojima, then they right. probably have the arrogance to like not just try to stifle reviews because they think they can do it themselves. This right. just sounds like them being dumb. Also, another th evidence to them being dumb. They didn't tell players what happened. Yeah. Also, I think that they just forgot about North America because yeah. they're a Japanese company. Didn't they also like screw up the launch of Metal Gear Five? Same thing with like all the online stuff. Uh, maybe. I think I they did. I don't particularly. I know they remember. implemented microtransactions. Right. And I know that there was a glitch that released the ending of like if all the nukes were disarmed. There was that. Yeah. And then, and then they they said sorry, this will not happen again. Meanwhile, yeah. it's like it already it's happened. It already happened. Also, they fired Kojima, so there's that. There's yeah. that. There's also that. Two dollars from Reese Jenkins saying, "Hi guys, love your videos. You deserve more subs. What's your opinion on the next Sonic game being a racing only Sonic character game, and what new first party game do you want the most on the Switch?" We talked about that Sonic Racing game, I think, last week. Yeah, it well, wasn't that the board game? No, there was a developer... We talked about this definitely on the show. I don't know if it was last week. 
But uh, there's a developer remember. working on a racing game. Okay, I don't remember. Uh, what do we think about it? Uh, oh no, yeah, there was a toy company. Yeah, that's who, who who had toys up at a convention, and and the guy said, yeah, they're they're, they're making a racing game, so yeah. we're putting these toys up. Um, I, I think mean, that's I think that's a weird way to yeah. leak a game. I mean, look, Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing, like those are good games. Those are very good games. So if they can keep you know, if they can keep it in that style and maybe even get the same developer, I think that'll be fine. Right. They'll probably throw in songs from Sonic R to, you know, will your nostalgia bone. Cause I, I can feel the sunshine. Well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm down for that. Uh, what new first party game do you want to see? Do you want the most on the switch? New first party? Um, we're getting everything. Yeah. That we could possibly ask. We got Zelda. We got yeah. Mario. Uh, I want Mario maker. Yeah. Period. Metroid prime four. I'm already sold on that. Uh, yeah, we're getting Metroid, we're getting uh, Pokemon, so yeah. like, we're getting everything that we could possibly want. Yeah. I would say Mario Maker. That we're not sure if we're getting, and that's the one I want the most. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you for the $2. Yes. Um. So, yeah. Metal Gear Solid, uh, Metal Gear Survive, very upset. Because I, I... That is one of my most beloved franchises. Yes, I'm, I'm. I'm realizing more and more as time goes on that that is, like, that universe to me is close to like a Star Wars. <laughs> like seriously, like I I'm, know, that, I, uh, I'm that into Metal Gear. No, I'm. I'm not, I don't fault you for that. I think you know Metal Gear was, is, and always will be like one of the best video game series ever. Despite yeah. you know how I may feel about five, you know I still love all the games. Even five to an extent, um, but yeah, no, I it just it it sucks that this is how it ends. Yeah, you know, and there's just not going to be anything after this. Yeah, well, Which there is, might be. It'll probably just be as bad as this. Konami isn't like a game company, not anymore. Yeah, they they don't. Yeah. I mean, they yeah they made a lot of games, but that's not their primary like direction. No, it's like Pachinko. It's mainly Pachinko, but then they have like water. all these other water. They sell uh, water, gym equipment. Yeah, uh, I think a hotel, even yeah, no, they have a lot of other business ventures. I mean, I don't understand why you know they're taking such a hard line against video games, especially when they have like this huge catalog of games that like people love and enjoy, and that like they right. can make money on it if they try. The the problem is Kojima took a lot of money to make this game. Right. They probably didn't think it was going to have as big of a return as it ended up having. Right. And then they were like, oh, we can make another one. Let's just make another one. Yeah. So, they're a bunch of scumbags. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, Duck Dodger 24 with a $2 super chat. That's it. He just gave That's it what he us. says. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Did our mom just tell us to thank him? I Yeah, I guess. Did you just tell us to thank somebody? Mom, why don't now you she, come now down she, now here? She's be, now she's being uh, shy. Um, screw you, Duck Dog. <laughs> anyway, go back to the 24th and a half century. <laughs> uh, what else you want to talk about, Will? Uh, what else we got? Let's let's here? pull from one of yours. This Java's sail barge. Okay, yeah. So you sent me this, like you like tweeted this at me like early in the morning. So I just said go away. But then I looked at it. I'm still not gonna get it, but. I think it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So this weekend was Toy Fair 2018. It's a big event at the Javits Center where all the toy companies get together and they just show off what they're releasing uh, within the next year. It always happens, and I find out about it 
as it's happening or after the fact. Yeah. Like I next year we're going. We gotta we yeah. gotta go next year. They released a lot of cool stuff, especially with Hasbro's coming out. They got a lot of cool Star Wars figures coming out. They got a lot of cool Marvel stuff coming out. Did you see the Paul Rudd Ant Man figure? No. Google it. Is it like this big? It, no, it's 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 uh, like their Marvel Legends, so it's like six inches. But his face, like to get his smirk down exactly, it looks like a Hot Toys quality. And and what? Who's making it? Hasbro. Oh, so it's just a regular old Hasbro. It's, it's a toy? Marvel Legends, so it's like their Star Wars Black series. Oh my god! Right? Even uh, the Wasp looks awesome. Yeah. That's legit. Yes. No. See if you can find like a good close, like an actual picture of yeah. it. Are there press images or something? I mean, there's probably probably just like whatever they're snapped at. Yeah, like it's, that. It's got a giant watermark over oh. it. Yeah. No. Then that's him. Yeah. It's like it's got that Paul Rudd smirk. Like there you go. There's your uh, Anchorman action figure right there. <laughs> Same thing. But anyway, so probably the biggest thing that came out of Toy Fair this year was the announcement of Haslab. Uh, toy manufacturer Hasbro unveiled a bold new crowdsourcing platform called Haslab. Its goal is to gauge customer demand for so-called dream project, dream products, which will only produce and ship once a certain pre-order threshold is met. The first project is a recreation of Jabba the Hutt's sail barge from Return of the Jedi, which runs $500 and is expected to ship in February 2019. That's crazy. Yeah. $500 is crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Um, the Vintage Collection Sail Barge, also known as the Cantana, which I'm probably pronouncing wrong, but I'm going to say it the Cantata. Cantana, um, is more than just, is more than a four foot long prestige format piece for Star Wars collectors. If the project goes forward, it will be fully compatible with three point, with three and three quarter inch uh, Kenner style Star Wars toys first produced in 1978. So it's going to be to scale for three and three quarter size Star Wars figures. Um, Which makes it four feet long. Yeah. Hand me that X-Wing. Okay. So just to give you an idea. We just got we just got X-Wings on hand. Yeah. So this is my original X-Wing from when I was a lad from the Power of the Force collection. And this is a three and three quarter inch Luke Skywalker figure. This is actually in his Hoth uh, pilot outfit, not his X-Wing pilot outfit, but semantics. Um, so yeah, imagine this size and then a four foot long, which is probably about like, there, zoom out a little bit. <laughs> probably about like that big size ship. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. That's ridiculous. Uh. Or is it? Signed on to the project is uh, Mark Bordeaux, the principal designer at Hasbro and a 40-year veteran of the Star Wars toy line. He actually designed every single Millennium Falcon toy they've ever made. That's it's only crazy. by one guy, and it's him. Fans will need to pre-order 5,000 units for the campaign to succeed. HasLab is explicitly a pre-order system and not a crowdfunding campaign. While the product itself is still under development, the manufacturer and delivery of the toy is backed by Hasbro, a leader in the industry. In a way, it's more like the P50 system used by GMT Games, which only produces a certain boutique tabletop game once at least 500 pre-orders have been received. So, basically what it boils down to, there's a lot of like crap and dust in this. It's, it's an old It's, an old, it's old, yeah. It's like at least 20 years old. So basically what they're trying to say is, 
Hasbro is only going to make this toy if they hit... Hasbro doesn't need the money. Yeah. They just need to guarantee that at least 5,000 people are willing to spend $500 on this figure. And once they reach that threshold, they're only going to give the sale barge to those who back this crowdsource. So are you not paying until it reaches its goal? Yeah. So, like a Kickstarter? Yeah. So it's like Kickstarter. So if the minimum you know, amount of money isn't reached, it doesn't get funded, and you get your money back. According to Hasbro, the minimum feature list includes the following of the sail barge. Take control in a two-person cockpit complete with a full instrument layout and navigation system. Hold in, hold enemies captive in the prisoner's cell with sliding <laughs> door, uh, floor drains, uh, wall-chained ankle shackles, and hammerhead skeleton shackle to the wall cell. Um, head to the gallery to cook up a fresh catch of the day using the built-in grill top and sink. So this is like <laughs> fully like, detailed. I feel like I'm yeah. buying a, uh, an RV off of Craigslist. Exactly. And I think it's going to come with a custom job of the Hut figure for oh it. Now, I, I, I saw in the I video. have a three three-quarter inch job of the Hut figure, but this is going to be a brand new one. Oh my God, it's huge, this yeah. thing. The project will be set in motion once 5,000 pre-orders have been received. Participants will only be charged if that threshold is met, and then only after the campaign is over on April 3rd. Hasbro itself is unclear if the product will ever make it to store shelves, but even upon, but even even or even be available for purchase online. Basically, if you want one, you need to sign up and hope, efforts, and hope the efforts meets its goal. Um, and this is phase one. If this is successful, they're going to keep doing this with like other properties. And Hasbro has the rights to Marvel figures, um, Transformers, GI Joe. They just announced at uh, Toy Fair that they now have the Power Rangers license, Ooh. which is the first time in 20 years that it's been made by somebody other than Bandai. Like that's a big deal. But does Bandai still make them? Bandai they... only makes them in Japan. Oh, they had a big. Did a lot of stuff at Comic Con, yeah. Bandai. Yeah, but now it like Hasbro is the worldwide distributor of Power Rangers toys. That's crazy. Yeah, that, that's Bandai nuts. had so much. Yeah, because Bandai has been making Power Rangers toys since you know the first season came out. So I'm a little bit surprised. Only 1,600 people backed this so far. Really? Yeah. So they haven't hit 5,000 yet. They're, they yeah. got 41 days to go. So yeah. I'm sure they'll make it. But that's that's I was expecting it to like you know blow up. Yeah, I five hundred dollars is a lot. Yeah, well, I mean the toy market isn't really what it used to be, and especially like if you're asking somebody for like five hundred dollars for a new product. I remember like a few years ago, Mattel had like a Mattel club where like they would send you like exclusive action figures, and they didn't meet their threshold. Right. But they still were able to figure out like if you if you gave money for this fan club, you will get the figure. But we have to stop the fan, the fan club after that because mm -hmm. they just weren't meeting goals. But this is cool. This is exciting. Uh, hopefully, the next run will be something a little less expensive. Yeah. Um, and maybe this will lead to like even crazier things like a three and three quarter scale Star Destroyer. I would have spent like 200 bucks on this. It's a it's huge, so I don't know where the hell. I mean, I'm put trying it. to think because a Millennium Falcon is probably like double or triple the size of this X-wing. And that's probably gonna, that would probably be like at least 150. I think a millennium, yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the well, same Lego, size as a barge. Lego Millennium Falcon is like 200. I think for a cheap one, yeah, I think the expensive one's more than that. Probably. Um, it, I would think the Millennium Falcon, if it's to scale, it would be like maybe three feet. 
Yeah. If, if the barge is well, four. I mean, oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, two Super Chats. Yes. One from Duck Dodgers saying nothing again. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Our mom wants us to thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, LKM Cherokee, uh, he's back at it again, Will. Oh, God. Single-handedly what funding did, the show. What did I not just, read this time? Just to get you to read some comics. Yes. Thoughts on The Flash number 40? I have not been reading The Flash since uh, The Button. And all I, all I know is that like it goes up and down in quality. Especially depending on who's illustrating it. Hmm. Um, I think there's, there's, there's like the Flash War or something. Where like Wally's finally gonna like step up and like do something. I don't know. I'm I'll look into it. Because he <laughs> paid me to. I'm gonna look into it. Uh underscore most Lego Falcons are five hundred plus, I think, and the Star Destroyer is like eight hundred. That sounds like way too much. I think the Star Destroyer is four hundred or five. I know that Lego made a two scale Millennium Falcon to their to their minifigs. Mm -hmm. To scale their minifigs, and that might be five hundred dollars. Yeah, that yeah. yeah, like the current most expensive thing that they have is a star destroyer, and I think that's five hundred. Yeah, now I gotta look it up. Uh, they also just made a new Falcon that's not that much. That one might be yeah. the two hundred dollar one. Yeah, that one's weird though, because that one's got like this like big cannon that like pops up and shoots, which I I don't like. <laughs> oh, the first order star destroyer is only one hundred and sixty. Oh wow, Lego. Yeah. Imperial Star Destroyer yeah. Lego Shop. No, this one's tiny. Where's the big, big expensive one? Ooh, this must be it. Oh, available. Oh, new price. $2,849. Because I guess they don't make Christ. it anymore. God damn. All right, I'm not looking this up anymore. Right. That might be what where Underscore is getting those in, inflated yeah. prices from. Um. All right. Moving on. Let's mm -hmm. plow through some more stuff. Okay. Uh, really, all the rest we got is Doom has motion controls now. Yes, which Switch. I haven't tried. And apparently the icon changed. Oh, everybody. That's a big deal to people for some reason. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Is it a big deal to you? No, I don't care. I don't care either. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell the icon looks yeah. like. All right, whatever. Yeah. The new icon. Uh, but it has I do motion controls. It has motion controls. Which is the biggest deal. That's really cool. Yeah. It, what, what I think is the, is cool about that is that they're putting a lot of time into the Switch version. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yes. Uh, moving on. Mm -hmm. Mega Man Legacy Collection has a release date. Okay. This is Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2. 1 and 2. Uh, it, it, on the Switch. Yes. It, the release date is... Where is it? Where is it? May 22nd. So Mega Man Legacy Collection already came out, just not on the Switch. Mm -hmm. So this is the same game that we've had before. It's coming to the Switch. Yes. Mega Man Legacy Collection 2 is a new game. Yes. With old games on well, it. Well, that have been released on other consoles. Correct. Yes. But it's, yes. it's We haven't seen this, we haven't gotten this collection yet. Right. Well, we uh, haven't gotten either collection yet on the Switch. On the Switch. Yes. <laughs> what I'm saying is... Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 yes. has been out on previous consoles. Yes. Mega Man Legacy Collection 2... Has also been out on previous consoles. Why did you... The whole... All of it? Yeah. I don't know anything. I don't know. I thought it didn't come out. I thought this no, was brand new. No, it came new. out. No, yeah. No, it came out. I think it's getting exclusive content. Release date August 8th, 2017. Yep. Okay. <laughs> it's good to have you around. Well, yeah. <laughs> So, these two games are coming to the Switch. Yes. Um, on May 22nd. Yes. 
if you want a physical copy, it's forty dollars. Yes. If you want it digitally, uh, the first one costs fifteen dollars, and the second one costs uh, twenty dollars, which is cheaper than the physical That's copy. Thirty-five. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, it should. You're not paying for disc manufacturer or anything. The, yeah, it like barely costs anything. Though. Yeah. Um, so that's weird. But if you get the physical copy, mm-hmm. you only get the first game, and then you get a download for the second one. Oh, it's, it's one of those. It's one okay. of those. The second game, the first game is only a couple megabytes. Right. The second game is six gigabytes. Really? Yeah, something like that. That's insane. Well... I guess because well no not even because so the second game is Mega Man seven eight nine and ten and seven seven is a Super Nintendo game which aren't that big right and eight is a PlayStation one game which is le- should be less than seven hundred megabytes right so unless nine and ten are like gigs huge they're probably one or two gigs each. That's so weird, because, like, Sonic Mania was, like, less than a gig. It was, like, a hundred-something megabytes. The thing you should be getting from this yes. is why the hell is it two separate... Why didn't they put them all on one cartridge? Why do you have to download the second game? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. Like, yeah. like, like... They, they, they're still treating it as two releases, even though they're packaging it as one. Yeah. Yeah. Only one of the games is going to be on the cartridge, and the one that's bigger, that's still not that big, you have to download for some reason. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. It's a little weird. I don't know. Nah. I don't know what the deal is there. But that's coming out May 27th. It might be so that they don't have to do, like, create a whole new product. You know? I understand them wanting to split it. Yeah. But, like, it's still weird, right? I'm not saying it's not weird. It's... I'm just trying to find rationale for their weirdness. Like, having it as two separate products on the eShop makes yeah. sense. Having one of them a download, that's weird. And why would it be the bigger one? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway, the mm-hmm. only other thing that we have on here is System Shock got delayed. Yeah. So, yeah, let me pull up that article. Because everybody was talking about this, so I figured we should comment on it too. Uh, so, the System Shock reboot that raised $1.3 million on Kickstarter is now on hiatus. Night Dive Studios' remake of System Shock has been put on hiatus according to the company statement obtained by Polygon and due to be sent to Kickstarter backers today. The game had been funded by a $1.3 million Kickstarter campaign that attracted over 21,000 backers. In a statement from Night Dive, in a statement from Night Dive CEO Stephen Kick wrote, I have put the team on hiatus while we reassess our path so that we can return to our vision. We are taking a break but not ending the project. System Shock is going to be completed and all of our promises fulfilled. The Kickstarter campaign took place in summer of 2016. Night Dive was giving progress updates to backers as recently as January when the studio posted a concept art video. The game was originally scheduled to be released at the end of 2017. A a source familiar with the project, speaking under condition of anonymity, uh, told Polygon that mission creep and unrealistic ambitions had eaten up Kickstarter funds, something that Night Dive largely confirmed. In an interview with Polygon, Director of Business Development Larry Cooperman uh, said that the strategy to pitch the game to publishers in order to secure more funding had not been successful. He added that around 15 contract workers will no longer be working on the game, but that Night Dive is not laying off any of their full-time staff. Uh, Cooperman said that he had been speaking with various publishers about funding development, 
but that Night Dive's vision and ambition did not match the market expectation. A shiny new thing comes along and gets added to the project, and our developers want to add their own ideas and vision expanded. Uh, So basically, System Shock. This is an old school game. It's a classic game. Um, It's the predecessor to games like Bioshock and games of that elk. Um, Night Dive Studios is a studio that you know, takes old, tries to take old games and try to like repackage them and re-release them in their original form. So they did it with the first two System Shocks. They did it with Torok, you know, games like that. But now they're trying to make a completely they're new game. They're trying to completely remake System Shock from the ground up using modern tech. Right. So they had a Kickstarter campaign for it. It was very successful. And they've been working on it for over two years. But the problem is over the course of those two years... They started to do what happened to Duke Nukem Forever, where every time they would see something that they want to put in the game, they try to put it in the game and just extend the development longer. Right. And they started running out of money, and now they've hit a wall. And they don't want to end the development of the game, but they have to take a break. And the big problem with this is it was a Kickstarter campaign. Yeah. So, you know, people put their money into it, and now they're they're not getting anything from it. But they're they're specifically saying they're delaying it. Or, 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 or they're they're on hiatus. Yes, they're they're calling it. They're they're committed to getting the game released, mm. but they have to take a break. So what are they going to do in the meantime? Probably uh, probably try to work. secure more funds. Um, they've been working with this uh, other side entertainment to try and get the game. And other side has been working on System Shock Three with oh. original developer Warren Spector. Oh, that game is on is allegedly unaffected by this. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. So in addition to System Shock the remake, they've been trying to make System Shock three. So this is this may this is upsetting to me because I put this game in one of my videos about indie games coming out. Yes. Like this year. So I think in it I talk I, whenever there's a Kickstarter, I always mm. talk about you know like being weary of yeah. the Kickstarter, but this this sucks that yeah, this happens. No, this sucks. It always sucks, and it, it's. This is continuing to be a problem specifically with video games. Yeah. You know, they put all, you know, they have this big campaign. There's a lot of hype for it. Everybody puts their money in it. And then it's just, just delay after delay after delay after delay. I, I think it's going to be a few years. Yeah. Like two or three or maybe four years until this game comes out. Which seems like it. That's a lot. And so that means it'll come out probably after the new one comes out. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. You know, and you would think because it's it's a remake of a game that already came out. Right. So how much more stuff can you put into it, and have it still be System Shock? Yeah. So that's weird that they're doing this at the same time. They're remaking from the ground up System Shock and making a System Shock Three. Yeah. That's weird and doesn't make much sense. Yeah. That's why there's no funds because they're splitting the funds between these two games. Well, allegedly all the Kickstarter money is just going to System Shock the right. remake. You know, hopefully it's- they're not putting it into System Shock Three. It's just weird. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, the System Shock 3 funds could be used for this game. And then after this game, if it does good, then you make System Shock 3. You don't right. make both at the same time. That's weird. Right. Yeah. Spe- like, you can make both at the same time if it's a if it's a half-assed remaster, you know? Yeah. But this is a from-the-ground-up yeah, remake. Yeah, this is... You, and using Unreal. Yeah. And so, apparently, according to this article, they originally started with Unity and then switched to Unreal. <laughs> which... Okay. That's a always a bad idea to switch yeah engines midstream uh so i want to address some things about the mega man collection yeah those 
uh, sizes that I was giving uh-huh. were based on the size on other consoles, not the Switch version. Okay. We don't know the Switch version sizes. Okay. So maybe there's new stuff, but I highly doubt it. On PlayStation 4, the first game is almost 300 megabytes, so it's under 300 megabytes. Okay. The second Legacy Collection is uh, just under 5 gigabytes, so it's even smaller than we thought. Okay. Uh, under 5 gigabytes is the second one. Yes. Okay. But the first one is under 300 megabytes. Yes. So it's t- the first one's tiny. Right. Um, someone in the chat, low tato, said Mega Man 9 was less than 100 megabytes on PS3. Okay. So, so where's all those gigs yeah, from? <laughs> I don't know. Art assets? I don't yeah. know. Uh, LKM Cherokee with a $10 super chat. The Flash War is Hunter Zolomon sending the Renegades 25th century versions of the Rogues to capture Iris West for killing Eobard Thwan uh, while Zolomon pits Barry Allen against Wally West. So you just paid me $10 and told me what's happening. <laughs> That's great. That's that- much better than buying a, a comic. Well, you now get, you, somebody pays you and tells you about the comic. <laughs> That's so much better. <laughs> oh, man. I do not deserve your money. I really yeah. don't. <laughs> Single-handedly funding this show. Yeah. You're the reason Will comes here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for that. Yes. Uh, let's talk about Black Panther. Yes. It's about time. Yes. Uh, maybe light spoilers? We'll try not to spoil it. We'll try it. not to spoil it too much. Uh, if we're going to spoil it, we'll, we'll call out. Just cover your ears for, yes. for a hot, for like 10 seconds and then we'll stop. Yeah. Uh, or pull your headphones out if you're a podcast listener. Yeah. I liked it a lot. It yeah, good. it was very good. Cool. All uh, right. <laughs> that was awesome. Like, yeah, no. I, everybody's like, you know, talking about this is like the best thing ever. Like, it was just a superhero movie. It was really good. See, I don't know if I would go. So, it's, it's, it is a superhero movie. Yeah. It's not a superhero movie in the same sense that we've been getting the past few years. Because, like, the past few Marvel films have been much, like, bigger and more apocalyptic. This is more focused on Wakanda and okay. the goings-on in the country, specifically of Wakanda. Well, it was more about, like, Panther's ascension into being the king. But, than it is about, like, the greater evils affecting, like, the greater existential threat affecting the world. That's the thing. Like, I like when superhero movies don't tackle like global, like, like, uh, like, like annihilation. Yeah. I like it when it's like, uh, this tiny thing is a big deal to us. Right. You know, that's what I like. Yeah. Black Panther had a little bit of like a global threat. It did because it, well, because, you know, it was all about like whether or not Wakanda should come out of isolation. Yeah. That, that was part. cool. What I mean more by like, you know, global threat is like, you know, like Avengers type deal, right? Yeah. Like I if we st- if we start getting things like that in like a Thor movie, then it makes the threat of the for the Avengers that much lesser. Exactly. I, like I, that. I agree. I I think I liked all of the themes in this. Yeah. That, I, it, it like the whole movie. It just it was it was just a superhero movie. It was really good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It was really good, but it had a lot of the same stuff we've been seeing in a lot of superhero movies. It just did it really well. The themes were what was different. Yeah. Um the 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 whole thing about like they they tackled the whole like uh, like black superhero thing like incredibly yes it was this was so different this is that's what made it different yeah than anything i've seen before yeah no that definitely helped um it was very african centric which like you never see in a the thing when people like keep saying like they don't understand what the big deal about Black Panther is. Yeah. Because, like, there have been movies with black superheroes before. There have been movies with black casts before. There have been movies with black directors before. The difference, though, is budget. 
There yeah. has never really been a movie, not just with a black lead, but with a black cast and a black crew with the same budget that gets given to like the Avengers or right. Star Wars or things like that. And they were able to use that budget and make a movie at the same scale as everything else. That's what they're talking about. And they about. made it in the same style and they just they they they're basically like we have a black superhero, we're gonna make it we're gonna have all uh uh everybody who works on it and does all the important stuff, they're gonna be black and it's gonna be very African centric and uh it's gonna be, you know, like we're gonna have a lot of uh African themes in it. Yeah. But we're just gonna make a superhero movie like we would any other superhero movie. Right. And that I think was awesome. They didn't try like Everything they did to make it different was spot on. Yes. And they didn't have to make it too different. I feel they like... They just made a superhero movie. This is one of the the few Marvel films that actually you can... It feels different in a sense that you can definitely see director Ryan Coogler's voice shine through. Yes. And I think, you know, there are some points where the movie stumbles. And I think some of that comes when they try to make it too much like the other Marvel films. Like, this this is a particularly serious film. It's not as, like, jokey and whimsical as, like, the other Marvel films it's get. There's a little bit. There is. But, like, there are certain parts where, like, they, it comes in and it's kind of jarring. Like, because it kind of clashes with, like, the, the other overall seriousness of the picture. And, like, you can, you sort of sense that this is more, like, Marvel. Not really, like, Marvel stepping in and saying, like, it has to be done this way. But, like, or maybe it's just, like, Ryan Coogler trying to emulate the style of the other Marvel films, but like his style doesn't really mesh with it. I I think that that's what I mean by just another superhero movie. Yeah. It fit the world of the 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 Marvel movies, I think, very well. Yes. So it's different, but not too different that it's out of world. That's yeah. what, that's I guess what I mean by right. that. Um yeah no it, it fit like everything fit very well. I wish there was every time you see the streets of Wakanda, you you barely see the the streets. Yeah, but it is awesome. Like, oh yeah, I've never I, like I like the whole like you know I, everything we've been seeing these days is like cyberpunk aesthetic and like future punk and like all this stuff yeah. and like that looks cool. But this was African. They they, they called it Afropunk. Afro, I bl I think the proper term is Afrofuturism. Afrofuturism, yes. Yeah. And it was incredible. My favorite. Is the tribe who's with, with the lip discs? Oh yeah, and they're in full suits. Yeah, it's just dudes in suits, but they have a lip disc. Yeah, that is so cool. That's such a odd like juxtaposition because yeah. they're like so native, but also very uh, like you know like classy. Yeah, it was it was that was awesome. Yeah, so, no. so the 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 styles we see in this is something that we've never seen before and yeah. would never have seen if we didn't have this type of movie. Exactly. So it. It did a the things that it did different, like it 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 just I just think it tackled that whole the whole like cultural part of it yeah perfectly and and nothing got in its way. There was one white dude who was a good guy. <laughs> yeah, well there there were three white people like in the entire movie. I think uh, Andy Serkis who played Claw, yeah, bad guy. was the bad guy. Uh, who was awesome. Martin Freeman who played Ross. Who's also awesome. Yeah. Uh, which, fun fact, is a lot different from the Ross of the comics because I'd been reading uh, Priest Black Panther. Mm. And in the first issue of Priest's uh, Black Panther run, is Ross standing on the toilet with no pants on, pointing a gun at a mouse. 
because <laughs> there's like a mouse in his hotel room. And then Mephisto shows up and he's still not wearing pants. <laughs> and, he, and he doesn't get pants until like three issues later when he finally says to Mephisto, yo, can I put pants on? And Mephisto just snaps his fingers and he wears pants. <laughs> All right, then. But yeah, no, Freeman was good. And then the third white person was the woman in the museum. Where she's yes. like, oh, this is uh, from this tribe. Yes, yeah. that's true. That's about it. Yeah. And Stanley. Oh, Stanley. Yeah. Stanley's like the fourth white dude <laughs> yeah. who has a speaking part. Um, um, you, you don't feel any of it. You know, you're not like sitting in the movie going, I wish there was another white guy. Yeah. You know? No, you never think so, that. Yeah, because it, 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 everybody's likable. Yeah. And like, and also too, you remember, like it, it takes place in Africa. Yeah. So it makes sense yeah. for there not to be any white people. The only problem I had. Yes. Was where the hell was Winter Soldier the whole time? Oh, spoilers, sorry. <laughs> so I, I was, you know, reading up on this afterwards, and they said that they they thought about that, like adding in, you know, a, you know, cameos and whatnot from the Greater Marvel Universe, but they ultimately decided against it because they didn't want to take away from T'Challa's story. Yeah, and I'm really glad they did that because a lot of times, especially recently. Like, even though I liked Thor Ragnarok and Spider-Man Homecoming, because they had substantial cameos from Iron Man and Hulk, even though it's a Spider-Man movie and a Thor movie, like, it sort of took away from the title character's story. Right. That didn't happen to T'Challa in Black Panther. It was about him and his ascension into kingdom and his battle against Killmonger. I think that the Winter Soldier arc is like the most interesting thing to me in the Marvel Universe. Oh, like, yeah, I no, love absolutely. that. Yeah. So I want to see that. I also am with you. I didn't want this. I want this. I didn't want this movie to be taken over by any other problems in the Marvel, Marvel Universe. Yeah. So I'm cool <laughs> in that respect. But I would have liked to have seen him incorporated in some way in the movie, not in a big way. Yeah. But like, there was a lot of. Wakanda was in dire need of somebody and he was right there. Well, also too, like, you know, he's recovering. Remember, they sent him to Wakanda not just to, in Captain America Civil War, so spoiler for that too. They sent him to Wakanda not just to fix his arm, but to fix his mind. Okay. So like, he's, you know, off trying to like rehabilitate his mind and they probably didn't, and they didn't want to throw him into a battle because he's suffering from bad PTSD. Okay. So, Whatever they can do to like heal him and keep him away from battle, like they had, they did. Yeah, and it worked. I also understand they don't want to be like, uh, oh no, Wakanda's in trouble. Better get the white man. Yeah, <laughs> like well, that would be bad. Also, too, like Wakanda is is an isolated country for years, so they're used to not having anybody's help. Right. Also, if this was comic book Black Panther, especially like priests Black Panther, he would never call the Avengers for help with problems with Wakanda. Like, that is right. the absolute last resort. He right, would have right, right. finished it himself, which is what he did in the movie, which yeah. is great. I also like, I actually really like this, he kind of sucks when he doesn't when he doesn't have the Black Panther powers. Because there, this is, this is a major spoiler, he has two waterfall fight scenes, yes. like for the Battle for the Kingdom, and he barely survives both of them. Yeah. Like, I really like that. You like that? I was yeah. going to say, I get that because he has these powers, like, for a really long time. And then imagine you're wearing weights on your body for years and then you get them yeah. taken off. Well, actually, that's the, it would be the opposite. Yeah. I don't know. It, it 
it, it's like Superman loses his powers now he's worthless. You know exactly. Like like, like but it makes so, sense. It shows him that he's not. You know he's vulnerable. He's not as like powerful or as like confident or just, you know it's it, it humanizes him in a yeah. way that like you don't really see like in comic book black panther or you know other types of superheroes he was a great character yes i loved everybody in this movie yes i liked killmonger the bad guy mm-hmm. i thought michael b jordan was not a good actor i don't think he's that good. have you seen michael b jordan in anything no so this is the only thing really okay because like michael b jordan is a great actor he was in Creed. I heard everything yeah, great about he's Creed. He's in Creed. It's uh, just Fruitvale Station. To me, it sounded like he was reading off of cue cards. So, my take on it is: so everybody, every black actor in Black Panther is playing an African, except him. Yeah, he's playing an African American. So he's very Americanized. He, yeah, he's very Americanized. So that, which was all, I thought that was awesome. Yes, I loved his character. Yeah, a lot of people didn't. I think it was because they wanted to hate him, though. I think it's because, like, you know, he had a point and a message and, like, an ideology that you could sort of get behind. Yeah. And that, like, you know, you didn't want to because of his methods. So, but, yeah, I think because, like, he's specifically an American, an African-American that's clashing with, you know, the other characters who are straight-up African. Right. Yeah. So that's what so you're that's, saying. That, that's why, like, he talks the way he does, and he has that accent, and like the way he presents himself, the, even the swagger that he has, like, right? Because he, he walks with a certain strut that the other characters don't. It just it, it didn't sound as believable to me as even the African guys, yeah. you know. And they and they, I feel like had a much harder role to fill, right. you know, because they're not Africans; they're yeah. Americans playing African characters. Whereas he was an American playing an American, and he, I, I guess he like turned it up a little bit. Yeah. And that's what made it weird. I don't know. It, it, something about it, something about his performance wasn't wasn't believable to me. But I really liked his character. Yes. I'm just making sure this is set to go archived after we're done. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. I set that. I set that good. I'm I'm a good I'm a good person. Uh, is that it? We're done with that. Uh, yeah. I think we're we're done. Unless you guys have any questions you want to ask about black panther or we can save that whole question yeah well right now we'll open it up to everyone but before we do that we gotta do the tweet of the week tweet of the week tweet of the week tweet of the week now we're running late yes oh god yeah we are we've been doing i don't know what happened but yeah. we lost track of time we had a lot to talk about today. yeah it was because we kept getting confused about star breeze and star breeze and 3ds we had a lot of crap articles today yeah <laughs> anyway the tweet of the week this week will my yes, guy Bob. my bro friendo that's the new <laughs> that's the new one that's an old one but okay is by Peter Silk. I don't know this person. Uh, I don't uh, know either, but I've seen this tweet. It says, To the tune of Eleanor Rigby. Dog in a trench coat, getting promoted at work, but then sheds his disguise. Canine surprise. <laughs> it's not a bad Eleanor Rigby rhythm. I was afraid you wouldn't wouldn't know what that was. I, 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 re- mean, I rehearsed that in my brain a few times. Because <laughs> it's hard to do. Because getting promoted at work, but then sheds his disguise. You gotta hit yeah. that. Because that that doesn't flow as well. Yeah. That, that part. <laughs> I don't know the note of for surprise though. Canine surprise. Canine surprise. Yeah, that's it. All yeah. right. But like you know that. Can you tell we don't sing? Get getting to work part. I don't even know what the real lyrics are. I know it's like something like. I mean, that, I know though. it starts. Eleanor Rigby. Rigby. <laughs> I know that much. All right, now we're gonna go go in on you guys. Yes. You you can leave us a comment using on Twitter using the hashtag Wolf Den Live. Um, if you left a comment in last week's 
Wolf Den Live video, we will answer it now, or you can just leave a comment in the chat right now and we will get to it once we're done with everything else. So be patient. We're gonna plow through this. Yes. We're gonna plow through. So Simone Stig. Uh no, I'm sorry. Screw you. <laughs> King Mana High. I need a Metal Gear Solid game. It's been over two years, and don't mention Metal Gear Survive Winner uh winners don't talk about that. And then he said the S word. Yeah. Uh yeah, I was just saying. Yeah, uh, we, it makes me really sad. We do need a good, better Metal Gear. When, when, uh, hopefully, Death Stranding is yeah, that. That'll <laughs> fill a good void. When people say, what uh, series do you want to see revived? Or what what game do you want from... What series do you want a new game in? Mm -hmm. I'm already saying Metal Gear. Yeah. Even though we just got an amazing one like just two years ago or something. Do yourself a favor and track Three. down Ghost Babble on the Game Boy Color. Because I guarantee you haven't played it. Yes. And like it, it's worth it absolutely there was a grid of like what your favorite metal gear game says about you and <laughs> under ghost babble it says you're just a pretentious piece of garbage <laughs> uh simone stig thoughts on fox hiring brian michael bendis to write a script for a tim miller directed kitty pride solo x-men movie do you want her have a solo movie or rather a different x-men I mean, I'm I'm wary about the idea of like spinning off like every X Men gets its own um, solo movie. Like you get a solo movie and you get a solo movie. Like there are very few X Men that I feel can can like support their own solo film. Uh, it's interesting that Bendis is involved in it since he just moved to DC, um, and it's interesting that Tim Miller is involved in it because like he left Deadpool, but like I guess he's still in the the fox family to do more x-men movies that is really weird yeah i don't i don't know i mean i have nothing against kitty pride i think she's a great character i just don't know if she can support her own two and a half hour action movie i feel like this and the gambit movie which got another release date um i feel like once the fox and disney deal gets finalized these are all gonna go away yeah that's what i was gonna say aren't they doing a disney thing yeah i i don't like fox releasing anything fox Needs to stop. Yeah, yeah. I like they, to me the X Men series ended with Logan, so I I was never a big fan of a lot of the X Men movies. Logan was great, uh, First Class, and the one after that, uh, Days, Days of Future Past. Those were yeah, all awesome. those were good. I Everything liked, else, I yeah. liked the first two. I mean, they haven't aged well, but I like those. Uh, I'm the only person who likes X Men Three, even though I know it's got a lot of problems. People say that the Wolverine is good. It is it's not. not. It's not good at all. It is not. That was very bad. Uh, t Titanium Brains, bring back Rad Wolf. No. <laughs> uh, Vile Tough, uh, what do you think of Disney coming out to reveal that Ray and BB-8 are in a sexual relationship? Uh, I need to check my sources because I don't think that's true. Anyway. Uh, last week. Yes. Uh, Jonathan Glassburn. As a person who played every Pokemon game from Red and Up, the games have definitely become easier. I truly hope for a more difficult slider. Sun and Moon disappointed me in regards to uh, with difficulty. It was just too easy. Yes, I know I cannot just... Yes, I know I can just not use EXP share, and I didn't until I beat the game, but the game as a whole was too easy. All right, so if they're getting easier, maybe I'll jump back in. Uh, you can borrow? Nah, uh, I'm good. Okay. Uh... <laughs> 
Crowbar44, this YouTuber is the reason I bought my Nintendo Switch two weeks ago. Tell Nintendo that. Uh, I haven't bought a console since my parents got a, got me a GameCube. I am mostly a PC gamer, but now I am a Switch fanboy with an I, not a Y. There you go. And that is my primary focus now. So thank you, Wolfden, for making such great no bull crap. We're family friendly. Yes. On his videos. Keep it up. I just subbed to your YouTube channel and your Twitch channel. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Crowbar. I appreciate your support. I'm glad you're having a good time. Bill Lynch, is the whole video just stumbling through articles that already exist online? Yikes. Yes. Yes. Uh, Fred note, there are several downer comments on this video. I guess he's talking, I guess people, last week we had a hard time with the articles. Yes. Something went wrong and we couldn't read last week. Well, yeah, no, I can tell you last week I, I just wanted to die because I was just too tired. <laughs> Uh, so we're sorry, yes, but also not at the yeah. same time. Uh, I'm Ahmed Ali. With everyone saying the Vita is dead and the success of the Switch, what do you think if Sony re-entered the handheld market? If so, what would you like to see in a PS Vita two, PSP two, PS Vita two? No, I won't do that. Shocked, but also not shocked if Sony did this. I don't think Sony will do it. I think it's a terrible idea. They are going up against the possibly the biggest. Uh, handheld console ever right so this would be a terrible time to enter the, the handheld market right especially no. after you just ended with the vita which was a failure right well like i said i would be shocked because the, like all signs point to no yeah but at the same time i wouldn't be shocked because sony does things sometimes yeah. that makes no sense people are saying ps5 very soon i think as early as next year I don't know. I don't think this year, but next year I think we could get one. I doubt it. But we'll see. Cold outside right now, though. So put a timestamp. They said they could make it an MMO that the way Xenoverse does it. I guess he's talking about Pokemon. Pokemon. Have an offline and an online hub world, or even an offline and online world. That would really help push the Nintendo online services. I doubt they're going to make an MMO style thing, because then you'd that's a whole, that's like a whole nother game, but yeah. they could. Also, there are new leaks for new Pokemon this week. Really? Uh, but I mean, I'm done covering leaks of friggin' new Pokemon. Yeah. I say that and then we'll get a new one. That was good. We had like a back and forth. Yeah. I like that. We got to do that more. I'll read the next one. Oh, it's from Twitter. Never mind. You did that already. Uh, 12 for fandom with the thousand Kleps. Chilean peso. Super chat. I said Kleps. Any <laughs> Rex from the image expo comics humble bundle yeah i got i gotta look it up because i i saw this before but i forgot what the comics are in it so image uh is is having their image expo right now and um humble bundle has a bundle of comics uh all image comics and there's some pretty cool ones um chew is very good um what else is there if you if you pay the full like 25 dollars, i think you get the first five volumes of spawn so if you ever wanted to read Spawn, do this. Because you get like a whole, like, I think 50 issues for like 25 bucks. That's insane. That's insane. There's also, of course, uh, Robert Kirkman's Outcast, which is very good. Uh, Shirtless Bear Fighter, which the, the <laughs> title alone. You get a whole bunch of Bitch Planet comics. Um, you get the first hardcover Sex Criminals, which is called Big Hard Sex Criminals, book one. Um, Sick. Yes. Uh, Sex Criminals is great. Uh, you got Snot Girl, which is by uh, Ryan Lee O'Malley, the creator of um, Scott Pilgrim. 
It's very different from Scott Pilgrim. Um, yes, I just, I need to look because I'm pretty sure I have most of this stuff already. But if you don't, just just get them all. Just do the whole twenty five dollars. Charity. The Big Fat Geek. Thanks for the inspiration for my new YouTube studio setup. Also, what camera do you all use? You mean this? This? Well, you're welcome. Thank yeah. you for watching. Uh, camera. We use a bunch. We use a bunch. I primary, primarily use a Canon XA30. Um, they just came out with an XF40, which is basically my camera, but it shoots in 4K. I use a Canon... Uh, 70d it's older but i refuse to upgrade until yeah. canon makes a 4k model uh when i do live streams i use the i used to use the logitech c920 which i still recommend and now i use the razor kyoto because you got it for me for uh christmas that's right um i also have a sony nx5n which is very old it's like the yeah. first or second mirrorless camera to ever come out uh that is okay I recommend none of these cameras. Yeah. Don't get any of these cameras. If you're just starting out, uh, yeah, because these are all expensive cameras. Not only uh, not only is it bad if you're just starting out because these are expensive cameras, except for the the Sony and the the 70D. You could probably get those for cheap. Yeah. The problem is there are newer versions of all of these cameras that are way better. Yeah. Um, but still, there's other cameras that are also better than all of the newer versions of the ones that we have. So... Honestly, get whatever works best for you. Yeah, you use your phone if you Absolutely. have to. Absolutely, yeah. Camera gear doesn't matter. Exactly. Y you'll know what you need when you get to that point. I think it. Would, uh, I'm. Not, I know I'm misquoting her, but famed photographer Annie Leibovitz said, "If you're focusing too much on your camera equipment, you're not a photographer." I like that. Yeah. I like that quote. Um. Burgundy Burnouts, you should really play Bayonetta too. I know you said you were going to skip it, but I just finished it, and honestly, it's way better than Bayonetta 1. I really liked Bayonetta 1. I only played a few hours. Yeah, Bayonetta really 1's good. very good. I ne I only got like halfway through, and then like it got hard, so I gave up because I suck. But yeah, it's, it's pretty damn I want I want to like go back and finish it one day, and I do want to play Bayonetta 2. It's hard, but it's accessible, at least in the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, I hit a, I hit a part. There was like a side thing that I didn't have to do. Yeah. But it was freaking hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I keep saying I'm not gonna play Bayonetta two, not because Bayonetta is bad. I I think it's really good. Yeah. It's just I don't want to spend my time on it. Right. I'd rather just sp Go spend my time three, on yeah. three. Uh, Tom H. Will, what are your thoughts on Elimination Chamber on Sunday? I keep forgetting that WWE Network's uh, event, the Elimination Chamber, is this Sunday. Um, but I'm looking forward to the women's elimination chamber. Uh, those are like, anytime they do like a first ever women's X, it's been pretty good. Um, the men's elimination chamber, Roman's going to win. I don't want him to, I want Balor to win, but it's going to be Roman. But you know what? That's okay. <laughs> AJ says those, uh, Pokemon leaks. Yeah. So they're not leaks. They're fake. Okay. All right. Good to know. Uh, oh, there's another one I want to read. L uh, IK or LK Prod 3 says, Well, the Wii U was also a failure, but Nintendo still made a new console anyways. That's different. That's very different. The Wii U... Sony made a new console after the Vita also. <laughs> but the thing, the thing is, like, the Vita is not the Sony's primary video game product. 
the PlayStation 3 and the PlayStation 4 were. The Wii U was Nintendo's primary video game product, and it failed. So they needed to come out with another primary video game right. product that could try to succeed. That's the difference. The Vita is a secondary product where if that failed, no big deal. No harm, no foul. They just, why bother doing it again? Also, Nintendo, their handheld console, the 3DS at the time of the Wii U, did extraordinary. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to take one more. Okay. And then you're going to take one more. Mm -hmm. This one. Vix. Bob and Will, what would you call your channel game review? Uh, what would you call your channel? I think this is supposed to be appeared. Game review? Console review? I would love to see more tech reviews. That's very good. Um, we, I talk about games. He talks about comics. Mm -hmm. That's how I classify the channel. Yeah. Uh, so you get that's the content you get here. Um, it just so happens that our hardware review. I, I don't like calling them reviews either because I just yeah. talk about a specific aspect. But our hardware gaming videos have seemed to be doing the best. So I'm mm. trying to lean into that. So it looks like we're getting more tech reviews here on the channel. So we're getting pretty uh, gaming hardware tech yeah. heavy. There's still going to be stuff about games, but it seems to be hardware focused right now. Yes. So that's the classification. Okay. And uh, Mr. Brockrock will surprise that there is still an Infinity Stone unaccounted for in the MCU. Again, spoiler for Black Panther, although not really because it's not in the movie. Um, the, soul, the Soul Stone is the last Infinity Stone to be present in the Marvel films. We haven't seen it yet. Everybody thought that would be in Black Panther, especially because there's the scene where he goes to, you know, the Panther Dreamland or whatever. I think that's going to show up in Infinity War. Right. It would, like, it makes sense. It fits, you know, because we know where all the others are. And so that whole movie is Thanos. Maybe it starts with him finding the Soul Stone. Maybe he already has it. And then it's just him going to Earth to get the rest. What other movies do we have until then? Nothing. It's Infinity War is next. And when is that? May. May 4th. Oh, so we're due for a trailer. Oh, we got a trailer. We got the Super it's Bowl. It's like thing. a yeah. crappy trailer. Yeah. So we may get another one soon, though. Yeah. But maybe... Oh, yeah. Well, Solo comes out in May also, right? May 25th. Okay. Somebody likes... I've never seen somewhere like, oh, I don't... Why doesn't Solo come out on May 4th? Star Wars Day, May the 4th. Ha ha. And I said something like, that's because May 25th is the day and date with the release of the original Star Wars. That's when Star Wars they should be. Right. That's it. We're done. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching this. Thank you for chatting with us as always. Wolf Den Live is every single Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash Wolf Den. Walls or not. <laughs> um, if you prefer, if you can't make it, on Wednesday, for whatever reason, we always put this up as an archived version every Thursday so you can watch it on demand when you decide you want to watch it. If you prefer to listen to us rather than look at this barren wasteland of a basement, <laughs> you can do so. We put this up as an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Play. And if you listen to us on any of those platforms, be sure to subscribe to us and rate us and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. I have to say... I think this was pretty nice. It I kind of like this. Yeah, you you know that mom and dad are not going to allow this to stay. No. Yeah. I think it's I think it's being it's becoming rustic. They yes. want like a rustic look. So yeah. it, it might be you know it might still be like you know like like hipsterish. Yeah. Uh, but you know I'm going to miss this. Yeah. Only a little bit. Thank you guys for hanging out. See you later. I'll be on Twitch.tv/slash Bob Wolf in a few minutes. 
Bob Wolf, not Wolf Den, Bob Wolf. Mm-hmm. And make sure you subscribe to the twitch.tv slash Wolf Den also, because I stream over there a bunch of times. I'll be there tomorrow morning at 11, at 1 p.m., which is in the morning. Uh, thank you, guys. See you later. Goodbye. Bye.